I feel like we're like we've got our little setup at yeah, our I'm, Gold I'm Coast to, studio. Yeah, I'm used to my like setup that we have. And so this all feels a bit nerve wracking and it always feels yeah, scary going into a different room. Yeah, it's almost like you're just used to your comfortable little mm. setup. First of all, we wanted to mention the new Threads app that's floating around that Instagram has or Meta, I should say, has launched. Liv, have you downloaded it yet? I have not. Neither have and I. I'm kind of proud of myself for not following the crowd because I feel like it was one of those things that people downloaded and then everyone's like, you know, no one even knows what it is, but people are like, follow me on here, follow yeah, me on everyone here. everyone jumps on the bandwagon. Yes. And because it's, you know, it's it's a hot topic, it's new, it's exciting, everyone wants to jump on. And everyone wants to be the first ones on there. It's kind of giving Twitter vibes, right? Do you think yeah. it's like very Twitter? Which I feel like we're speaking too soon because no doubt there will be a point where we cave in and we download it. Potentially, yes. But I didn't download it because I feel like Twitter, I don't use Twitter anyways. Like, yeah. like I'm not the type of person to go on Twitter and follow people on Twitter and like, I don't know. I'm I think, just not a Twitter person anyway. So I'm like, why would I download why, this app? I think, I think that's why it being integrated with your Instagram will make it different to Twitter and Maybe a little bit better and like I don't, actually want to use it. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard this either. I did see a TikTok pop up on my But <laughs> if you want to de- delete threads, it means it deletes your Instagram account. And if you want to block someone on threads, it means it blocks someone on your in- like on your Instagram. Like they're correlated. They are, they are connected. It's and the like same if account. you follow someone on threads, you're following them on Instagram as well. Really? Yes. And I'm like... Thank Wait, the Lord you, I didn't download that. How'd you hear that? Well, I mean, that doesn't really uh, matter, but that's interesting to know. I mean, yeah, I don't know if it's factual because it was just from TikTok, but a lot of people were commenting as if they had had that issue as well. So I'm assuming it's like Instagram's way of, I don't know. Just I guess it's just an extension of Instagram though, really. Yeah, because like it's all it's connected to account. your Instagram yeah. account. Yeah, but I just—it's one of those things that I just can't figure out if it's going to pop off or if it's going to yeah. Drop see, off. that's the TikTok that popped up on my page was kind of talking about that and just like where they saw it going in the future, and I feel like it'll eventually end up as one of those things. Uh, one of those things where it'll end up on our Instagram page somewhere. Like it'll have its own news feed. You know how you have like your uh, your grid yeah. and your reels and then your tagged photos and yeah. your. Like, remember when Instagram TV used to be there too, but now I think that's gone because no one yeah, uses Instagram flopped. TVs. So I feel like eventually it'll have its own section on your own page as well. Like, they'll be connected even more. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah, just potentially, my Yeah, potentially. But then that just removes prediction. the whole Threads app. Like, you won't have the Threads app. You'll just have it all on the Instagram I app. I guess which... that's the point, though, to, like, make it even more intertwined yeah, and I easier guess. to use so you're not going back and forth on two different apps. Because remember, Instagram TV had their own app too once upon a time. When it first launched, it had its own app. I don't remember that. Yeah. Well, did we use it or did we just just do it through Instagram? Instagram. Oh my God, I don't even remember that. Anyways, that's just my prediction. If Instagram does do it, I would like to take a little cut out of that. (laughs) I'm just guessing. (laughs) Yeah. That was, you made that up. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I just think it's so funny because I feel like everything Instagram comes out with, it's like it's already been done. Instagram is just taking it as making it its own their own little thing and like changing the name I'd like to hear other people's opinions on it though because I mean we're just talking based off we not downloading like an outsider yeah but maybe we should jump on (laughs) no I don't know what's everyone else's thoughts of this new threads app Mm. and also our 30 day challenge we have set we're doing how are you going with that Ashley I'm actually going pretty good uh, I'm a little concerned being in Sydney how I'm going to get my physical activities in. Oh, yeah. Per day. Do you I have think, a gym in your hotel? I uh, don't think so. I'm not actually sure. We're in the QT. I'm not really sure. But, like, we'll probably go for walks. We'll probably walk here and there. But Yeah, you can go for a walk. I feel like that will count. It's, like, still physical activity. Yeah, go I would go like for to do a sunrise walk. Well, I would like to do a sunrise while we're here, maybe tomorrow. But 
I think it's more today and Thursday where my traveling days and we haven't really had any time to do anything. Like we were up, I was up at like 5am this morning getting ready and then flew here and then been walking around, checking in, yeah, things like true. that. So I'm not going to have time to do my physical activity until like we get out of this podcast studio. But yeah, maybe we'll true. go for like an afternoon walk or something. Not sure. But otherwise going pretty good. What about you? Yeah, I'm the same. I'm going pretty good. Yesterday... Well, as you, if you keep up on our YouTube, I've started running. Yeah. So yesterday I went to the gym and I did my upper body workout. And then in the afternoon I went for my run. And at the moment I'm only doing like 5K little like stints. What are they called? Like little 5K. <laughs> I don't know. You're telling the story. <laughs> uh, what's the word? Like just I'm only doing 5K little 5K runs. runs. Yeah. But hopefully I'm hoping to progress and like Yeah, I saw in a YouTube video up. you were talking about maybe doing surely not a full marathon. No, 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 because no. Because half marathons like, alone are like no, 20 like a, like a city to surf or like there's a few marathons. City I to think. surf. Isn't that? Yes. Isn't that 14Ks? Oh, okay. It's that's not, not too bad. bad. And you can walk Why some did I there? think that was the one that was like in the water as well? No. No, you're thinking of like an Iron Man or something. Iron Man or yeah. triathlon. Or oh, God. Wait, no, aren't they just cycles? Yeah, triathlons are all three, I think. Oh. Bike, run, but and water. And swim, I don't yeah. know. God, yeah, no, I have God. no idea. I could be so wrong right now. <laughs> well, no, I'm not planning on swimming in the ocean. City to Surf is just like where you start in the city and then you go to Bondi. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. One day I will do one, but I just don't know if I'm mm. quite there yet. But yeah. What else have you got planned while you're in Sydney? Well, I mean, we're actually going on a double date tomorrow to we Toddy's. Yeah, I haven't been there in so long. Actually, it was about a year ago that we were in Sydney. Really? Yeah. Remember in June? And we went. Last year. And I'm yeah, true, sure June. We yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, That's kind of all. Going to go visit the family tomorrow. Yeah. Haven't seen them in a while. And otherwise, that's kind of it, really. Probably just explore around ourselves. My boyfriend hasn't really explored Sydney that much, so I'm just going to take him around and show him my old stomping ground. Oh, I just knocked the mic. Well, we love having you in Sydney, in my hometown. I'm not going to lie. I feel like a, it feels like I'm a visitor as well. And you we, are, technically. It feels really weird. Like, it feels really... I've forgotten a lot of things. and But also, you are staying in a really touristy area. So I feel like... Yeah, but even just, like, we've been here for five hours and I feel like we've already spent, like, $1,000 on our short three-day trip. It's crazy. Really? Sydney's so expensive. Yes. Like, parking. Yes, it is. Just everything. <laughs> everything, yes. Groceries as well. Everything is so expensive. Let's move on to our first segment, which is our TMIs. Let's get into it. I mean, I don't want to do a whole story here, but I was so close to having myself another TMI right before we got here. What, clogging the toilet? Not clogging the toilet. Sticking your hand down the toilet. No, not the same as last time, but almost like about to go, but not missing the toilet. What do you mean? Well, while we're shitting your pants. Yes. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, but I was close. Oh like, God, that's the worst I've, feeling. Because I had coffee early this morning when I went on our flight and that was hours ago now and I've gone and I've eaten food and we've like, you know, been yeah, so you've got going around moving. and then only just checked in and I'm not even joking you, like I was so close. I had to run to check into the hotel and I ran straight to the toilet because I was that close to shitting my pants oh no it was bad that actually is my nightmare oh my god you know what on my run the other day not my recent run but the run before that the whole run I was holding one in because I just well there was nowhere to go there was no toilets where I was running public toilets too though and yeah I just didn't want to like stop mid-run I was like no I'm on a roll now I can't just stop and like I literally had to suck it in the whole time it was just the worst feeling but yeah, no TMIs from us this episode. Thank I feel like God. I can't I can't be in the zone and run properly if I know that any minute something's about to just slip straight out. Yeah. Well, uh, it didn't need to go until I started running. Anyways, Anyways this, is, this is too well, deep into yeah, ourselves. Yeah, let's get so into our own. Let's get into your guys' TMIs this episode. All right, our first one. Actually, I'm going to just add a little note. I was going through some some of them I read before 
we do the episode and some of them there we're both like completely blind to what we're reading. But this particular one, I did read it and I was literally on the couch crying oh, of laughter God. with my boyfriend next to me. He was like, what are you laughing was at? Was he and laughing like, too? I haven't, didn't read it to him. I was just keeping it to myself. But here it goes. I just took my jacket off. Here it goes. Hey, lovelies. I have a TMI for you. I actually cringe so much just thinking about it. So I'm studying at the moment and for my degree, I have to do a lot of unpaid placements. At the start of the year, I got placed five hours away from home. My partner had family there and they were kind enough to let me stay with them. So five hours away staying with your boyfriend's family. With with the boyfriend or no? No, not with the boyfriend. I took some toys with me because a girl has needs. I would keep them under the bed because they have two little kids that would come into my room. Wait, how long was she staying here for? Um... She didn't say, but I would I would assume a few weeks. Anyway, I was leaving to go back home and about four hours into the trip home, I just remembered I forgot them and left them under the bed. Oh, I had no. to message my partner's <gasps> auntie telling her because I didn't want the little kids to find How it. How do you even say that? I actually want... I actually want to cry thinking about this conversation. Every time I see her now, we both have a little giggle at each other. This is the conversation I had with her. She's attached screenshots of the text messages. I don't mind. And she said, I don't mind if you read it out either. Just don't mention the name, please. Thank you. Love you. Love the podcast, girls. Here's the conversation. So she goes, hey, name. Can we just give her a name? Let's give her a name. Karen. Karen. Great. Perfect name for an auntie. Hey, Karen, this is so, so, so embarrassing, but I actually want to cry because I have to ask this. I'm pretty sure I left something under the bed, something very, very embarrassing with all of these laughing, crying emojis and crying emojis. And then auntie goes, you did, and I'm glad you said something so my kids didn't find it first. And she's also got heaps of emojis coming Okay, on. so they're bantering a little bit a little about bit it. Of it's not too serious. That, that would have been an awkward conversation for me with the kids. This is what the auntie said. <laughs> And then she goes, Karen, I actually want to cry. I'm so embarrassed. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And all these crying emojis. Like, you can tell by her emojis she's so embarrassed and, like, crying about it. Anyways, then the auntie goes, is this why you went to bed so early? Question mark. (laughs) How embarrassing. And then she goes, ha, 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 sorry. I couldn't help it just trying to make light of the situation. Gosh, don't be embarrassed. It's fine. No one will know. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and then and then she they just went on about saying how they were laughing and the auntie goes, I'll never look at you the same again, crying, laughing face. And then she goes, I will forget about it in no time. So the auntie's super chill about it, thank God. But the fact that she was like having to make a yeah. joke out of it, that's yeah. why you had to go to bed so early. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so embarrassing. That could have um, gone way worse, to be honest. That could have gone way worse. I feel like you could have had like the type of auntie that just doesn't understand that stuff, like doesn't have any humour around that stuff or like finds it gross. It's very taboo. And very especially taboo. Especially knowing that there's younger kids in the house. Mm-hmm. But that's... That's oh so awkward. Imagine it. Like, I don't know what sort of a toy it was, but imagine it was like this big like slung dildo <laughs> under the bed and she had to clean it up. And like, it was probably just like a little vibrator or something, a little bit. Did she just like post it back in the mail or throw it yeah, out? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she hit oh, it. Maybe she took it. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it. you kind of have like a, I could do a, tell a little story right now. What? So I'm currently clearing out Olivia's old oh, bedroom. No, 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 no. Please. Not get, no, let's not get into this conversation. It's not that bad. <laughs> what? Well, I'm just going to say like. At the moment, I'm clearing out Olivia's old bedroom. Well, I mean, the other spare room yeah. in my apartment because I'm about to have a friend, friend move in. in there, which is kind of exciting. Um, but anyway, so Olivia's got a bunch of stuff in that room just like left that she didn't take to Sydney. Yeah, and I'm getting and Ashley so to I go through it all. Cle- I was clearing it out and I was messaging her on Snapchat at the time like, what do you I want me to do with this? I did give you a what warning. But it was like five seconds too late because I'm like, oh, this Prada box feels really heavy. Let me open it and see what's inside. I've got all these just old. They're just an old. They're it's old. Stash I don't use them. Like, but yeah, there's an old stash of, of night toys. Yeah. And then literally as I opened it, I checked your message and you're like, oh, maybe don't open the Prada box. And I was like, oh, it's too late. <laughs> what did you do? Just tuck it all out. I put it in the pile of a checkout pile. The, pile. the donation pile. Just oh, give it to the charity. I don't know about that. <laughs> all right. One more TMI. 
TMI, my friend was at her house with her boyfriend and her parents said they were going out to get some dinner and will be home in about two hours. One hour rolls by and they decided to get a little frisky in the lounge room and thought it was okay because the parents weren't going to be home for like another hour. Next thing they know is that the parents walked in the front door and saw both of them fully naked on the lounge. They walked in and just walked past straight into the kitchen. Crying emoji. They then had to go out for dinner the other night, all four of them, and apparently it was so awkward and they felt so uncomfortable. This girl is so like a TMI story from someone else. It's not even her story. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> she's not even in this story. She's just telling her friend's story. <laughs> girl, do you have consent to share this? <laughs> the I mean, person it's all, who's it's all in the story is just listening to it. She's like, that sound all, sounds awfully like mine. Yeah. No, this actually sounds really similar to another one that we read a few episodes ago about how they were in the lounge room and yeah, they had a blanket over them and the mum was, like, sitting on the couch yeah, or something. Yeah, but and she fell this is so funny because imagine, like, you're both just naked in the lounge room and your parents literally just don't Why say, do like, silent. In? Well, they must have come home from dinner early or something. Mm. But they just walk in and walk straight past with, like, no eye contact. <laughs> straight past the kitchen. Oh. Wait, oh, they would have seen though, right? Yeah, but imagine that. It like, was imagine just like, just, like avoid. they, yeah, they like tunnel vision, pretend yeah. we're not what like yeah. looking, just walk straight oh. past. That's so awkward. Okay, dilemma debate of this episode. I'm so excited about this one because I feel like this is one of our first ones where all of our replies and opinions were so different. Okay. Like, so different. Okay, dilemma debate for this episode. If you guys follow us over on the Instagram, then you might know what this one is about, but I'll read it out. If you're in a committed and healthy relationship, what are your opinions on your partner engaging and liking provocative pictures of the other sex online? Okay, so this one actually surprises me a little bit. Really? Yeah, I kind of th- I kind of thought, so our two options are I don't care. Or it's a no from me with a red flag emoji. I was kind I, I do of think majority would say it's a no. It's definitely more. It's definitely majority, but I was kind of expecting it to be more for some reason. What's the... So 74% said it's a no from me. And then 26% said I don't care. Ooh. And I'm just really wanting to hear where they come from when they say they don't care. Because... Like, obviously, there's nothing wrong with either of these options, but I'm very sure of my answer in this Okay, do you want to, Ashley, do you want to share your thoughts on this particular question first, and then we'll get into the replies? Mm -hmm. So, obviously, in these debates, there's no wrong answer. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Everyone has their own, you know, boundaries and, you know, what they like, what they don't like, everything like that. Me, personally, I was in the... It's a no from me. Bracket. I did select that too, but I do feel like there's a fine, there's fine lines. Oh, of course, and there, there's boundaries. There's like, in yeah, it. there's yeah. like different, yeah, different areas. I guess that I would be. I don't care. In different areas, I'd be like absolutely. Not. But we're talking provocative photos here. Yeah. So, okay, share, share, share. Personally, if it comes down to a provocative photo, it's just a straight up no, no. from me. Yeah. I'll be honest. If like, your name is under that photo, that's an ick. And I, I see a lot of tic- I see a lot of TikToks on my for you page that talking around this conversation as well. And it's just like it's very the same thing all the time. But it's and it doesn't come down to me feeling insecure because I'm a pretty secure and confident person in myself and in a relationship. Like I, you know, I know my worth. I know what I, you know, offer to the table and what I was put up with and things like that. But it's more just, it's just a little bit embarrassing. I agree. I I, I agree. I do agree with that. I think, I think, okay, just in hindsight, uh, this isn't like realistic. This is just theoretically, what's the word? Theoretically? What, you know what I mean? <laughs> we make up our own language in this place. If I was to see your boyfriend under the like likes under the photo of like of a, a really of... yeah provocative photo of other girls, not you, I would be like, "Ew, WTF? 
that's embarrassing. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I, I totally yeah. get what you mean. It does. It just, that. yeah, I. And we're not talking about people who are like single. Like this is purely only people who are committed into a relationship. We're talking. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think like I also don't want to be that girlfriend that has to tell them what they can and can't do and no I, and I like never almost, be controlling. almost and yeah and, but yeah. like almost beg them like to not do that because you go and do whatever you like like yeah. if that's what you want to participate in and if you that's an action you want to make you go do that but like once I've set that boundary that's that's your choice then after that to go and do that yeah. and you'll just show me if you know that's the side of the sort of person that I'd want to be with yeah but and I also think like if they're so happy and satisfied, like, with you. I, I personally just feel like it same goes with, like, when it's roles reversed and it's me being happy and satisfied in a relationship. Yeah. You just don't have the desire to look, look at, at them anyone or, like, else's photos like or them or drool over them or – do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Or take that action. Yeah. And I feel like maybe yeah. because I'm like that, I would expect the same from – yeah, but Whoever I think at, at the end at the end of the day, it really does come down to that. Like, if you are sure that the person you're with is the only person that you want, and is the only person that you are in love with and love so much, and is attracted to, and all of that, there should be absolutely no desire to want to engage with other provocative photos of other people online. Yeah, but then again, like, yeah, there's no. I mean, we're we're not talking about our situations here, guys. We're just talking like theoretically. But yeah, if I was with someone who felt the need to do that, like I just, well, I mean, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't be, put myself in that situation because yeah. I'm not going to try and control someone. But if you want to do that, yeah. then don't expect I me also, to be. I I just don't. I don't really understand it a whole lot. Like, I don't understand the thought process behind I it. I agree. To I do well. agree. Like, I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but I have been in a position in the past where obviously I had to have that conversation. I was like, you know, what what is this? This action that is being shown that other people can see, you know, and I don't appreciate that. Like, this is my boundary. And I had to have that conversation. And although it did improve significantly after that conversation and after I set that boundary, it didn't 100% stop. Yeah, I agree. I think looking back, it's embarrassing. I, I, that's, what, that's the only kind of way I can think. I don't know. It. Like looking back, I just look at myself at that time and I'm like, me right now would not stand that. Like I would not put up, I would not even stand a chance to like even put up with that, you know? Yeah. Like we- I, I would have made completely different decision but I mean that's just like you know as yeah, I've gotten everyone, older and I've learned yeah, and things like and that everyone's different should we read through some replies yeah because yeah this yeah. like this particular debate I have never seen such different replies okay we love um so there's quite a lot I'm gonna read through them and I'll try to get through them as fast as we can all right I'm just gonna read them all out the girl is purely on the screen at the end of the day I'm the girl he's chosen to spend his life with and is the one who will fall asleep next to him at the end of the day. If he, all he's doing is liking the pics, I don't overly see an issue. That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> let me keep going. I initially thought I don't I initially thought I didn't care about this at all when I yeah. when I first started dating my boyfriend of two point five years, a Wait, couple is this months someone else's in, story? Yeah, I'm just reading right. the a couple months in of us being together, I noticed his TikTok feed had a few raunchy videos and I was so put off by oh. that. I never realized how icky it made me feel. I told him about it and how I felt and he immediately unfollowed all those girls and stopped liking these types of videos. He explained that he didn't think I had a problem with it. See, what makes you think your girl would not have a problem with that? I mean, some definitely don't, but I just think like what yeah, but is I your also, thought process? I get that, but I also think you can't. Just expect everyone that think like that everyone thinks the same thing. Like yeah. until you communicate it with each other, you can't have that expectation because everyone's brain just works differently. I know. Let me keep going. He explained that he didn't think I had a problem with it, but as soon as I told him I did, no questions asked, he got rid of that stuff. All comes down to mutual respect and making sure your boundaries are clear. Love your potty so much, Major Slay. Thank you so much. Thank you. So that that she obviously had to have that conversation, but like it, by the sounds of it, it was fine afterwards. Mm. Another one. 
I don't consider it cheating and I haven't said to my partner he isn't allowed to, but I have told him it makes me upset and it feels disrespectful. So he can do what he wants with that. If he still chooses to do it, knowing how I feel about it, then that shows how much he respects and values my feelings. I don't care. Wait, we're reading another one. I honestly don't care. I feel secure enough in my relationship to not worry about another girl's photo online. I know that looking at a pic- at a picture for a second and liking it doesn't mean that he's interested in them. It's like him walking around a beach and seeing other girls in bikinis. I wouldn't stop him from going there. So why stop him from seeing it online? Also, the more that you try to control them, I think they will just do it behind your back. Okay, but I also think <laughs> in this world, like, of course, we're going to all be exposed. Oh, we're to, exposed to it more like than ever. Like, we, we can't help that, like, obviously everyone's eye is, like, you know, you, you're going to walk around the shopping centre and there's going to be billboards with models on them. There's going to be, like, underwear, buses, you yeah. know, models in front of Calvin, Calvin Klein's store. Mm. Like, there's buses and there are beaches at the, beach, at the yeah. beach. Like, you can't avoid it. But at the end but of the I day, like that's it's different. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's it's because like how... At the, yeah, at the end of the day, it is that you just, you are attracted to your partner and you choose them. And I think liking a photo is the... But we, yeah, but we, we never, over here, we never want to try and control them, guys. Like, they make their decisions, we make our decisions. Whether they respect each other's decisions, that's another story. I'm going to keep reading through some of them. It's just disrespectful. Like, I wouldn't go liking other males' half naked photos and give them my attention than I, when I should be giving that to my partner. I just wouldn't appreciate him liking it. Another one. Lol, one time my ex followed my cousin's stripper account. It's a no from me. Okay, maybe if it's family related. Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. a little bit too far. My partner completely stopped liking pictures of girls and even unfollowed so many of them as soon as we started talking. I think that's a very respectful thing that to do. That is really respectful. Because if you want to be with them, then you shouldn't want to, you shouldn't have any, like, desire to see it on your feet at all you know I just yeah that's kind of anyways hey girls I don't mind if he likes photos of other girls but at the same time there's a line if he's commenting on or saving posts that's too much in my opinion I also think there's a line with how provocative or sexual the photo is that he's engaging with at the end of the day I know my partner doesn't have eyes for anyone but me and rarely likes photos of other girls so I personally wouldn't read too much into it then we've got another girl. At the end of the day, he's coming home to me. I feel like it's not a big deal if it's an Insta slash OnlyFan model, but if it's someone he could realistically pursue, a mutual friend or someone we know, I'd have an issue based on respect for myself. But I have trust in him, and if it's something harmless like liking a post, I don't really mind. And a couple more. It's just disrespectful. I've been in a relationship for a year and a half and thankfully never had to have this conversation about this because he barely uses social media. But if he was liking other girls' bikini pics or something like that, I would be upset. If you are in a committed relationship and have respect for the other person and genuinely only want to be with them, then it's 100%, 100% disrespectful to your partner to be liking provocative photos of the other sex. Hmm. 100% a no-go. Other than to be noticed, what's the intention behind a like? It's clearly to yeah. be seen, which leads to so much more. My ex was so bad, the whole relationship, I just knew deep down I couldn't trust him Ended up chatting girls up Mm. and only found out by looking at his phone when it kept lighting up. Mm. Last one. If it's a celeb, I couldn't care less. But if it's someone we slash he knows, I'm not a fan. It gives off the message that he's interested and likes seeing them in that way. I know how I would take it if it was me that posted the picture and a guy liked it. I also don't really want to see their name under the picture when I'm scrolling. It's just an easy not. It's just as easy not to like it. However, it's so hard having these conversations. There's not really the same situation the other way around for guys. I, I did see one girl. Um, sorry, I might have to go to my camera roll to go find this. But I do have a small little story time. I don't know. Like, I don't want to talk too much about it, but it's very related to this. And it kind of comes back to, at the end of the day, my decision on why I don't like this and why I find it embarrassing and disrespectful. And I think as well, like, having a pretty public profile and, you know, sort of like a high profile where having a following, people know me, people know who I'm dating, things like that. I think that's also makes me, like, have an issue with it because theoretically, <laughs> theoretically, <laughs> theoretically wink, I, wink, 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 maybe this happened a long time ago. I don't know. But anyways, I was 
in a situation, relationship, whatever it may be, and obviously they were participating in those actions. Mm -hmm. And one of them was, like, she's a really big, I think, OnlyFans model. I'm not too sure, but, like, some sort of, she does some sort of, like, online She's very, like, very well known for, like, their, like her nudity photos and things like that. Like, okay. she posts on Instagram full nude, like, mm-hmm. nips and everything. Which is fine. So Which, fine. So fine. Slay. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, she's hot. She has a really amazing body. Um, so that's not the point of this story. But, like, the point of us the, here that I'm trying to get here is, like, her photos are full-blown nude on Instagram. Anyways, this person made that action to like one of these one of these photos from this girl mm. and oh god it was just so embarrassing but i had a follower i had a follower send it to me yeah, being like so being like why is why is this he, why did he like this photo, photo? Yeah. like he liked this photo that is so embarrassing and i just remember when i saw the dm i was like that is, is embarrassing. embarrassing it is, that so, is so embarrassing. embarrassing like everyone knows you're with me and You've just liked this full-blown naked photo that yeah. now all of my followers, when they click on that photo, they can see that you've liked it. Or, you know, like all of our mutuals. Yeah. So it is. that's kind it's of just so like a, a really small story time but I also, have from this topic. Like, but when girls feel upset by these actions, it doesn't mean they're insecure. I think I think it's really easy to say when you were in that position and you looked at that photo, it's really easy for you to compare and be like, my body doesn't look like that. Maybe they're like a blonde with a perfect face and you're like, I don't look like that. So then you start feeling really, you know, bad about yourself. Like if he thinks that's hot, then, you know, I look completely opposite to that. Mm. I remember I had issues with that long, long time ago now. But, yeah, it's really easy to compare yourself when like they're engaging with photos of someone who's... I have one last reply and I just wanted to quickly touch on it. Because this is, we've dragged this on. But hey, girls, I actually struggle accepting this so much. I keep these feelings quiet as I feel it's a pretty, I feel it's a petty thing to get upset about. But I just can't help to think that he's liking these photos of other women because he likes what he sees. I go on to compare myself to them. And this is exactly what I was just saying. And just overthink the whole situation. Does he want me or does he want them? I really don't know, but it just makes me feel uneasy. If I say something, I low-key feel like a psycho. I know he loves me so much, but I can't help but get upset about it. Is this normal? Please share your advice on how to get past this. Mm. And that's like exactly what I was just saying. Like she's seeing these photos and she's like, I don't look like this. Mm. Then it starts making you feel so... It's just a horrible gut feeling and it's... uh, I I think it's just a little bit... I think it just makes you think a little bit like what's the intention behind it as well? Like what, what is the intention behind doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because especially if it's a provocative photo, you're like, wow, I'm going to like this photo because her personality is shining through this photo, you know? <laughs> like, obviously Anyways. Anyways, moving on, let's move on from this topic because we yeah. have rambled. All right, advice hotline. Before we start giving advice, please remember we are not qualified professionals, so please take everything we say with a grain of salt. These are light-hearted conversations where we offer our personal opinions. We are just here to have a bit of fun like you would in the group chat with your besties. If you are looking for a qualified opinion, please don't hesitate to reach out to a professional. And let's just get straight into it. Let's go. Let's get into it. So, our first one of the episode... Hey girlies, so my boyfriend and I have been together for three years and our sex is amazing. Our whole love that for you. No, love that for you. Our whole relationship, I feel like he has always made the first move. After coming off the pill, my sex drive has skyrocketed and I want to be the one who sometimes makes the first move. Mm-hmm. I try hyping myself up and putting on lingerie, but as soon as it comes to, to it, I get nervous. It's nothing that he does because he makes me feel like the sexiest girl in the world, and I know if I made the first move, he would get really turned on. I just don't know what to do. Please give a girl some tips. I actually low-key loved this because I feel like it's so relatable. Mm. And we also thought it would be a really good debate, not even a debate, but just a discussion for our next, next episode because we'd love to get all your guys' opinions and advice as well as our own. So stay tuned for our next episode after this week because we'll have a little discussion with you guys about that. But Ashley, do you have any advice on... 
initiating and starting? Yeah, I think this is a good question as well because I feel like the way you would initiate sexy time with, say, someone that you're just hooking up with would be completely different to how you would with someone that you're in a, in a relationship, relationship with. with. And even, like, and that, three years on in a relationship. Yeah, because, like, surely, like, it's, yeah, it's really interesting because three years into a relationship, you would sh- think that you have that really strong comfort level where you feel really uncomfortable around each other. But it's also so normal to still get nervous about things like that. Yeah. Because, yeah, especially if it's just, like, not in your sort of nature to, you know. I also feel like. Put a spotlight on yourself and, like, come out. Yeah. I also feel like this is a little bit, like, you know, hypocritical because we can't always expect the guy to make the first move and, you know, there's all that that saying of, like, the guy gets scared if they get rejected. But I feel like there is a little bit of that fear where, like, you don't want to, like, make the first move or initiate anything and then, like, they turn it down and, like, you not get rejected but they don't say no, which there's nothing wrong with saying no. Like, we always say, like, if, you know, sometimes you're just not in the mood or sometimes you don't, you know, you don't want to do it, which is yeah, the same as okay. them. Like, there will be times where they don't want to. Yeah do it yeah I think it's just like an ego thing you don't want to you don't you don't want your ego to get a little bit hurt if you get rejected but it's I think it just comes down to confidence and like owning owning it and owning your confidence because I think like I I think a guy or like your partner or your boyfriend would find it so attractive and even she said, like, it would turn, it would turn them, him on. It would turn him on so much if you did make the first move because I feel like there is that really heavy stigma and, like, stereotype around guys having to make the first move and that pressure on guys to, like, always make the first move. But I feel like they would really appreciate it too to, like, you know, if if they step, were able to step back so and, what like, a girls ways, to go forward. what are ways you would suggest? Because I think that's what she's asking. <laughs> Yeah, I think. You know what? I saw um this TikTok pop up. This is so random, but I saw this TikTok pop up on my for you page the other day, and it was this guy, and he was talking about how if you want to get your guy like you know really turned on, like mm-hmm. like he was saying like a whole nother level, like he the guy will find this hot, is if you. <laughs> I think he was more talking about, like, someone who's not in a relationship, but you can definitely do this while you're in a relationship. Okay. He was saying, like, put a trench coat on. <laughs> and be nude underneath. And be nude underneath. Or, like, I guess you could do, like, a dressing gown or, like, any sort of coat or something. Yeah, okay. But he was like, if you, you put high heels on and, like, lingerie or, like, you're even he's like, even if you're nude underneath and you have, like, a coat on. He was like, they would find that so hot. Now, I don't know if that's factual. Okay, I don't well, know I need to invest myself into a trench, trench coat. coat this winter. Is that everyone. why you bought a trench coat recently? No, no I bought that trench coat like eight weeks ago. I only saw this TikTok a few days ago. But, um, yeah, I just thought it was funny. But even just little things like that, like chucking some lingerie on when you get out of the shower and like. Yeah, coming out of the bathroom and like sort of. Not even, like, you don't have to do anything, but I think, I think just give just them that the little idea. vibe and, like, give them that little cue that you're obviously making a move yeah. and like, wanting or to like turn them on. Even, even sending little pictures throughout the day to kind of, like, hype them up and, like, you know, oh, yes. you know, like, just kind of, it kind of shows them that you're, like, feeling sexy, you're yeah, in the mood like and, little, like, like can't wait. Things. Little things for, like, when, you know, that when they get home. Um yeah, little pictures, little little kinky messages. Jump in the shower together. Yeah, ask if they want to join you for the shower and, like, you know, let the hands do the rest of the work. <laughs> yeah, especially while you're in there and, you know, maybe the light's off and it's a little steamy in there. Yeah, just don't slip over and, you know, <laughs> our last team I have, like, our last episode. Uh, yeah, or even if you come out of the shower in some nice lingerie. And they're waiting in bed or even if you're just like laying in bed and and say you're just both watching a movie, like just roll over and you start, you know, being a little bit more affectionate towards them and like touchy and because I feel like that's the expectation for the guy to start doing that. Yeah. So give them a go, girl. Give them a go and let us know how it goes. But I feel feel like like your sex is amazing by the sounds of it. So you're doing Great. I think you just got to like move past the nerves though, which is obviously easier said than done. But I feel like really just 
fake it till you make it with the confidence, like just act confident and no one will question you. And I think that's what he would just love if you just like, you know, super like owned it and was super confident in your move and yeah, just do something way easy out of the box. <laughs> Let's move on to our last advice of the episode. This one's a long one, so I'll try and get through it. But hi there, girls. I'm riding in as a very sad and stressed girly in the group chat. Oh. I know. My boyfriend and I have sad been together reacts. for three and a half years. We are both That's 22 and he treats me incredibly well. He's my best friend and he's one of the kindest, happiest people I know. Oh. Just recently, he was offered a position with his dream job in a new state, which means he will be relocating a two-hour plane ride away from oh our hometown. God. Like I said, we are extremely happy together, and of course, I didn't give it a second thought, and I knew I would follow him to support him with this new opportunity. I've always gotten along well with his parents, and he's always gotten along well with my parents. That was until this job offer came about. My boyfriend is notorious for not holding down jobs as he's had terrible bosses in the past and just overall bad experiences within the trade industry as an apprentice, which I actually feel like is really common. Like Mm. this left him jobless over COVID and he really hasn't had a secure job since up until this full-time position was offered to him. Now that I have decided to move states with him, my parents have suddenly become controlling and unkind about our relationship. They say awful things about him not being able to hold jobs down and how it is all going to fail when we relocate. I Mm. still currently live at home, so if things were to fail, I can easily just fly back home and continue with my normal life. So I'm not super bothered about anything terrible happening. However, this has started to cause huge fights between me and my parents. I feel I cannot talk to them about anything and they refuse to help out or even talk about the moving process with me, which, as you can imagine, is becoming really difficult and stressful for me as I want the support of my parents during this new phase of my life. It even came to a point where my dad sat my boyfriend down to talk and straight said to his face, you have a terrible work ethic and cannot hold down a job. You won't even be able to support my daughter when you both move up there. This was obviously a really hurtful thing to say and is completely unlike my dad to say anything, to say that. It has now caused a rift between my parents and my boyfriend. My boyfriend continues to say they are just looking out for me, but I know he now feels really uncomfortable around my parents and I'm feeling and I'm left feeling so stressed. I have even taken days off work because I cannot deal with anxiety around the situation anymore. I have always been so close with my parents and now I just feel like my world is falling apart. I really would love some advice on this if possible as I know girls have both moved in with boyfriends. And we've obviously moved states as well and might know how to handle this situation. Love you girls oh, so much. Yeah. I feel oh, like I this is too. I feel like so this is different because yeah. I feel like we often get a lot of comments about, you know, my boyfriend's parents don't like me or like, you know, how do you get along with your like boyfriend's family? But like this is like your own family. So I feel like And this, I feel like it it sounds like this sort of situation is really driving a wedge in between the relationship with you and the relationship with your parents. And I feel but like then it's also making an uncomfortable situation between your boyfriend and your parents, which yeah. everyone's worst nightmare is to not get along with that. Because like, at the end of they, the day, if you're going to be with that person together, like you're all going to be family. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be really, really hard. And I think, I think with a big life decision like this and a big step in your life, you like all you want is your parents' support because, you know, you want to feel like they – you know, have have your back and support yeah. you. And, and even if, like, things weren't to go, you know, well when you were to move and, like, everything was to go downhill or you were to break up or, you know, his job didn't work out, it would still be nice to know that they were supporting you throughout the whole situation and then, like, you were still able mm. to move in with them, but you know, move back home and move in with them and they'd support you with that. And I just think I could not imagine how horrible you feel in this situation I think I'll be honest I'll sort of agree with the boyfriend here and I do feel like even though I don't agree with the way that they're probably handling it I do think that they are just super protective over you and probably looking out for you and I guess 
like they, I guess your parents, they probably just want to protect you as well and make sure that you're safe and you are, you know, you're stable and you're setting up a life yourself. Like at the end of yeah. the day, you're moving states for your partner, which of course, when you love them, you're going to sacrifice and you're do- willing to do things like that. But they are probably more coming from a place of like, they don't want you, you to l- throw your life away here and go move for this boy and then potentially lose a lot of it. But I think... Or I even, think- even like, sorry, I just want to add, even I feel like some parents which could be this case, it's really hard for them to see their child leave the nest. And, like, I don't know if you're a younger child or if you're the only girl in the family, but, like, little things like that, it's really hard for parents to, you know, accept the fact that you're moving on, you're moving out, or even moving states. Because they have no control over you with things like that. And I think it's really hard, like, But not even it's not even, like, just 30 minutes away. It's a two-hour plane ride away. So... I think from your parents' perspective, they are terrified of like losing you that or just anything happening to you and, you know, not being so in arm's length or like accessible to you. It's it's hard for them to let go. But I I think maybe have that conversation with them where like, you know what, everything could go terribly wrong. You know, it could completely flip upside down and be the worst decision of your life. But at the end of the day, it is your life. And those life lessons are important and need to happen. And they can't hold you back from things like that because you can't just be, you can't just be squeezed in this little box forever where you're going to be protected and in your comfort zone. Like that's just, this is inevitable. And this is a part of life. Like we need to, we need to be able to go outside of our comfort zones and make these big life decisions and take these risks. And even if things do go so horribly wrong, at least you'll be able to learn from it. And it's a life lesson. And I think Mm. that's maybe something you need to talk to them about and say, Hey, I understand, you know, if this isn't something you want me to do and you don't, if you don't support my decision, but it's my life and this is a decision I want to make for me and my partner and the relationship we have is something that I'm willing to sacrifice for and it could be something amazing for you. It could work yeah. out amazing. You, you could might have, have an amazing new, job opportunity. New job opportunity as well. You can make new, new friends. friends. It could be so amazing or it could be so horribly bad but either way need to be able to understand that yeah. that is your life choice and you need to be able to make that decision and whatever whatever the outcome is or whatever happens will happen and that's just a life lesson that you will take. Yeah. And it's I, important. Yeah. I think, well, like, obviously we could be wrong and I don't, like, I don't want to, you know, give you the wrong advice. Like, I obviously want you to do what you feel, think is right. But I do personally think this is just a really, they don't know how to deal with this. I feel like this is their coping mechanism and they aren't really coming from the best place or doing it, you know, very well. But I think they just don't know how to handle this maybe. And that's why, you know, they're like lashing out and they just, I think they're really trying to, I guess, hold you back from it essentially by making you turn on your partner, which is horrible to say, but I think that's just their their way of dealing with it. And their way of trying to protect you from making any wrong decisions or, you know, sacrificing things in your life or moving for a boy or yeah. things like that. I think if you just sit them down and talk with them and say, like, you know, I don't appreciate how you guys have, you know, handled this or how you're reacting to it. And obviously whatever happens, whether you move, whether you don't move, whether it goes incredibly well, whether it goes awfully, you need their support and you would yeah. appreciate their support with whatever happens. I don't really know how they would react to that. But I just think you need to have that conversation and... I mean, I don't know. I'd like yeah. to. And I, I think things some, I, most of the time I'd like to say your parents do know best. But sometimes I also think they need to let you figure out things on your own. Yeah, exactly. And I think this is one of those situations. Yeah, this is one of those things that I think they just need to take a step back and be able to just let you make decisions for yourself and then obviously deal with whatever the outcome is. All the best with that. We would love updates as always, but yeah. I think that's going to conclude this episode because we have rambled so much. It's been a good episode though. It has really been a really good episode. Spoken about.
as always, we don't really ask much from you guys, but if you can, please just like, you know, share our podcast or give it a rating or little feedback, like just anything helps us and will help it keep running. Go follow us on our socials. Yeah. Maybe post a little thread. I don't know. A thread? (laughs) (laughs) I'm even on threads. No, I actually did see a girl tagged us in... Her story, and it was a thread that she posted oh asking God, for podcast recommendations, and shout ours was one you. of them. Oh, that's nice. So we have got one thread, one Feature. thread. But yeah, as always, thank you so much for being Wait, here. Wait, we haven't done a hot or drops. Oh my God, yes, a hot or drops. Okay, okay. okay. I, I have, have a my drop. Hot. I have a drop. I'm going to quickly say my hot, go. and my hot is faux. I'm obsessed. Like, this, like this. I literally crave it every day. I've never tried it. You haven't? I don't think so. Oh, it's so good. It's like... If anyone knows any good faux places in Sydney, let me know. Is it just like a I've sort tried of noodle a few. soup? Yeah. I've never tried it, I don't think. Really? Is it a place? Or is it the type of food? It's the type of that? food. It's right. like the, the soup, like broth thing. With yeah, like I've the, never tried the it. The meat and the noodles. Yeah, it's so good. That's um, my hot. Anyways. My drop is, I don't know if anyone else has been keeping up to date with the recent Black Mirror series. No. Anyways, me and my partner have watched a couple of the episodes and we watched one the other night and it was the hardest watch of my life. Like, I think it has pretty bad ratings as well. And I'm not a... Do you know what number it is? I'm not a bad critique when it comes to like movies and things like that. Like, I'm not a fussy person and like, I'm not going to rate things really bad, but like... This was a really bad one. Do you know what it was called? Or like it was what called it was about? Nosedive. Okay. I don't remember what number episode it was, but it was called Nosedive. And honestly, what I, was all so I bad can say it? is just save your 50 minutes and just don't spare the 50 it. minutes and just don't watch <laughs> it because it was such a hard watch. It was just not good. I don't know. It was just really hard to watch. Okay. Well, save your save your time, guys. Don't watch it. Yeah, I was sorry. I just have a really bad rec- – that was just my bad review on one of the Black Mirror episodes. Mm. They're low-key overrated, I feel like. Sorry. I'm well, I haven't, opinion, I haven't actually have watched it, so there you go. Thanks so much for joining us, guys, and we will see you next week. Yeah, see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye. You have now left the group chat.